On today's episode, Sean and I talk about a new client that we'd taken on and how they went from not marketing at all to a return on ad spend of over 28. I think that you guys are going to get some really actionable stuff out of this one. Do you feel frustrated trying to scale your business online? Do you wish that there was an easier way? Imagine if you had a proven roadmap to take your online marketing from costing you to making you money. That's why we've created the Profitable E-Commerce Blueprint. We walk you through the same process that we use to run marketing campaigns online at scale for our clients. This blueprint isn't for brand new businesses without market proof. It isn't for businesses without long-term goals. This is for businesses who want to scale up their paid advertising and need a roadmap to profitability. If you want to save yourself the time, the money, and the energy, and learn from people who have already done it, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash blueprint and sign up today. Now for today's episode. Hi guys, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Online, where we help scale your business with paid advertising. Uh, Today we are doing a case story. So in these case stories, what we want to help you do is uh, come up with some actionable items for you guys to use in your paid ads. Um, We've had a few people ask about us doing some of these, and so we've decided um, to walk you through uh, a few case stories here. So Yeah, we we think it's it's just a little bit more interesting when you're talking about real-world examples. I mean, there's the theory, there's, you you should do this and you should do that, but I think it's almost more interesting when you can say, this is what we did um, with this for this company or this person, and this was the result. It's much more interesting. And um, I, I think it's really motivating too when, when you can see that you know this stuff actually works, and sometimes it works really, really well. Yeah, yeah. And we hope that you guys are going to be able to use these uh, techniques in your businesses. So let's go for it. Talk about the client first of all. So uh, we're not going to name any of these clients. Uh, we want to keep confidentiality just because um, you know sometimes we consider ourselves uh, a bit of a secret weapon for um, these companies. So we're not going to actually talk about the client, but what we can tell you is that it is in the fashion niche. Um, it's that's a niche that we're uh, you know very um, adept at, uh, and we have quite a few clients um, within this niche. So yeah, um, I want to we're we're, we're we're going to talk about the secret sauce. Right? Yeah, we're the secret weapon. We'll talk about the secret sauce, but we'll let we'll we'll keep the we'll keep us behind the curtains so that they don't need to out who is really doing their work for yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so when they called you. Before they pulled the trigger, what what was the main pain point? What was the main thing that that they were coming to you and saying, Jordan, I need help with this? Yeah, so one of the biggest pain points um, for this client was that um, their Instagram posts just weren't reaching the same amount of people that they had reached before. Now, how how long had they been a business, do you know? And and how long had they been um, posting on Instagram? So this is a pretty well-established brand with uh, upwards of the... Between, I believe, 100 and 200,000 followers. So like a pretty pretty well-established brand um, that just needed... Um, to figure out how to actually reach those people again um, and to to scale from there. Because one of the really scary things about being on a platform is that it's not your customers, right? That's one of the biggest pains that we hear, especially for people who don't have big customer lists, is that they don't own those customers. You do not own your Facebook likes. You don't own your Instagram followers. So at this point, um, they they had enjoyed some decent success and they were profitable but were they kind of feeling like maybe they were it was slowing down there was a plateau it was stuck yeah yeah exactly i think that they were feeling that they just didn't know where to go from here and how to scale from here because they'd done the organic route and the organic route uh can take you so far but um there is a point where you really do need to invest 
in paid ads. And so that's when they came to us. So what was the what was the one thing that they said we need to increase this or fix this or improve this? Was it was it revenue? Yeah, so it was it was revenue and that's always what we're interested in yeah. is helping increase people's Completely. revenue. So And this was obviously on Facebook. Yeah, this is on Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram. So yeah. yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Facebook and Instagram are the same uh, ad platform. Instagram's just a placement on Facebook's ad platform. So, so, so let's just let's just do a quick summary before we dive into the campaign. So, this was um, th- this is a this is a company that had organic um, results already. They they were quite well established, um, but they had never actually done paid advertising before, and so we were there first. Yeah. Um, okay, so why don't you walk us through sort of what's what the first steps looked like, and what the campaign kind of yeah. So like. I really want to get into a few details here for you guys, just so that you kind of know what a campaign structure looks like, right? It doesn't have to be super convoluted, but one thing that we have to have is anybody coming to your website, we need to be retargeting them, right, and thinking about traffic temperature. So for them, we were thinking about okay, uh, anyone who's added to cart we're going to talk to a certain way. Anybody who's just viewed a product but hasn't added to cart, we're going to talk to a certain way. People who have just come to the uh, site but didn't actually look at any products, we're going to talk to them a certain way. So so we had al- almost like different segments of um, of copy and communication for each different type of person or what type of touch point they had had previously yeah. with the brand. Yeah, that's right. And so for a, for a brand like this and for anyone um, out there that's um, in the sort of product niche, uh, making sure that your catalog is set up correctly and is integrated with your Facebook pixel. And we'll make sure to um, put in the show notes um, a couple of links that um, talk about how to do that. Um, if you're on Shopify's platform, this is really, really simple to do. Um, if you're not, then it does take a little bit more work. But making sure that your pixel and your catalog are integrated together so that when somebody goes to visit a specific product, that they're being retargeted with that exact same product. Okay, so we have the retargeting set up. Were we also trying to communicate um, with completely brand new customers as well? Totally. But as we've talked about before, and we'll talk about again, we break traffic up into five different categories. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the five different categories. All right, So, so what's number one? So number one is... We'll get right back to the episode, but first, do you feel frustrated trying to scale your business online? Do you wish that there was an easier way? Imagine if you had a proven roadmap to take your online marketing from costing you to making you money. That's why we've created the Profitable E-Commerce Blueprint. You can find out more at mindfulmarketing.co slash blueprint. Now, back to today's episode. Uh, people who have um, purchased from you before. So those are, those are hot. Yeah, hot temperature yeah. wise. Yeah, so those kind of people we want to try to cross sell to. Um, then there's number two. Those are people who have added to cart. So they've all they've made the micro commitment, but they haven't actually fulfilled it and become a customer yet. Yeah, that's right. Uh, number three are people who have viewed content. Okay. So that means in 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 the e-commerce niche, what that means is people who have actually looked at products. So so they are sort of in the consideration phase, but they haven't actually pulled the trigger. Yeah, that's okay. right. Uh, number four are our engagement audiences. These tend to be really big audiences um, for for brands, um, people who have engaged but haven't necessarily viewed content within the last, let's say, 30 days. Okay, so we're trying to bring them back and remind them that they were having that thought. They were thinking about maybe purchasing something and they've forgotten about it. So we're just bringing them back and restarting that thought process for them. Yeah, and level five, those are people who uh, have uh, never... Um, heard about your brand, they've never engaged with your brand before, they're a totally cold audience. Cold traffic. Yeah. So 
What we try to do is move people down from level five who have never heard about you and engage them, right? Or get them to engage with exactly. your brand, right? And then from there, we can then start to try to show them a product, right. right? And get them to view content and then add to cart. And then the whole idea is for them to become purchasers. Right? We're basically trying to take someone from a five to a one. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are times where you can do that. You can take somebody from completely not knowing you straight to a purchase. Um, I think that's pretty rare and uh, in a relational sort of way, if you think about that. That'd be like um, asking somebody for marriage on the first date, right? You want to slowly warm people up and give them some content, um, show them a little bit about your brand, how you help solve their problem, right? So if it's a clothing company, um, the some of the problems that you're solving are, first of all, fashion, right? Um, making them... Uh, feel good about themselves and the way that they look. Um, so if you want to give them some content based on that and get them to engage with your brand, I think that's a really so, helpful thing. So pulling this back to the case study, so how do we do that for these guys? So with with this brand, we were uh, actually quite product-centric because they've got a really fun, playful brand. Um, and it's something that people actually just like to engage with. So right. it wasn't something where we had to put a ton of content out there. So we So we split the traffic levels up. And um, we started, and let's talk about a few of the numbers here. So, um, <laughs> this is on, where it gets fun. So, without our retargeting, uh, we had a return on ad spend. Um, of, is that number real? I'm looking at it. Is that yeah? Real? We had a return on ad spend of forty two point five eight. So that's for every dollar we put in, we got forty two dollars back. You know, no, no, no. If we're talking just purely dollars and cents, you know, investing into your business, that's that's not a bad number. Yeah, I do that all day. That's like going to the casino, you know? <laughs> um, these are like, these kind of numbers talking about sometimes I actually feel embarrassed because it's like, is that really, like it's not something, I, I don't think we can do it again. I don't think we can get a 42 return on ad spend to a to a fairly cold audience. But, that does include an engagement audience. But but that that being said, um, now we're, we're just talking about like but the first month of... This um, is this is the first month of of working with them. But this this is this is just showing that if you already have market proof, your marketing will be much more effective. So this this business, um, if we stretch over the entire account over six months, the return on ad spend is still overall twenty eight. So yep. that just goes to show that if you have the right market and the right product and the right price. Um, your marketing is going to be much more effective and it's just like adding gasoline to a fire. Totally. Let's talk about some realistic sort of numbers for you guys out there. So, and, and numbers to actually aim for, right? So if you're selling to wholesale and you're selling at half the cost, you just need to be doing a return on ad spend of two, right? So because when you're selling wholesale, you're giving up half of that. So instead, what you could be doing is giving up half of your um, your profit or half of your margin to advertising, and you're doing the exact same thing as if you're selling to wholesale. So that's a return on ad spend of two. Now get to a return on ad spend of three, and you're making money at that point. A return on ad spend of four, and now only 25% of your dollars are going to acquire new customers. And the marketing is fully fueling itself. It becomes like a perpetual cash machine. That sounds really cheesy, but if it's done well and it's done... Um, consistently and and properly it pays for itself and then it pays you to do it yeah yeah um 
I think what I want to, uh, what we're going to talk about next time is we're going to talk about um, figuring out what your lifetime value of your customers is, because that's really going to help you realize how much you can uh, you can pay to acquire a customer. So I think that's what we want to talk about next time is how much that we can actually start to pay um, to acquire that customer and, and what we're actually feeling comfortable with paying. Well, because one customer isn't necessarily one purchase, as you can as you can um, say for for your own company. Um, one customer can represent 20, 30, 40 purchases and, you know, yeah. just yeah. insane And then all the amount of referrals that, that comes from that customer. Exactly. So, um, I think what we want to just drive home just uh, in ending um, with this little case story here is that if you are a brand out there and you haven't delved into paid advertising, um, it's really like putting fuel onto a fire if you already have that fire going. <laughs> if the fire is already there, if, if the fire is not there and you want to start it, well, you need to do that yourself with product and research and, um, and getting some, some, some actual notoriety before you start. Otherwise, you are kind of doing like a paid test. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but once, once your product and your brand is out there, it's, it's like, like we said before, pouring fuel onto the fire. So, uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions, please get a hold of us, um, Jordan at mindfulmarketing.co. We would um, love to hear if you have any case stories of things that you've done that has either worked really well or maybe that hasn't worked well. Yeah. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, totally. We hope that this was super helpful for you and uh, have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Secrets to Scaling Online. If you're loving what you're hearing, subscribe to our podcast and share this with a friend. No, seriously, share it with a friend. No, if you don't, I'm going to find you and I'm going to make you profitable. Got it? No, seriously, 